0: To the digital drummer, Jim Newsom with Urban Tech Talk on the radio. And we welcome you to Women History Month and our Women History Month celebration with our special guest, Eileen Ganson, president of the BDPA Philadelphia chapter. So, hello, Jim, and hello, Eileen.
2: Hello, are doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. um, I'm flattered. (laughs) And a little nervous.
2: You are what our show is about. The uh, good work that the BDPA has been doing in Philadelphia has been going unknown for too long. Uh, The youth work with the high school computer camp, what you're doing with Girls Got Geek, uh, and all the other different uh, programs that you're involved in. Uh, NAACP and the other community (laughs) programs that you're tirelessly working at. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be a part of the Urban Tech Fair.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you.
0: You're right. So, Eileen, the first question always is, because the audience wants to know who they're talking to, and the world wants to know who
1: is Eileen
0: Gadsden. It didn't share your claim to fame, as you tell
1: us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a claim to fame yet. I am still uh, assertively and aggressively working on that. But I was born in Philadelphia, West Philly, born and raised. Uh, you know, did my uh, college in Philadelphia as well, attended St. Joseph's University. I have a BS mm-hmm. in business management. I received my MBA in 2005 from Penn State University. Mm-hmm. And I have been, you know, my background uh, professional is with financial services companies, so I've been blessed to work for some big giants like Merrill Lynch. Uh, Towers Parent, that is now Towers Watson, the Vanguard Group. And in 2008, I started my own company called eRegion Enterprises. We are a strategic business company. We focus on strategic branding, management, that kind of thing. And of course, the last two years, I have been, um, my passion has been working with BDPA and ensuring that our students have access to the most influential individuals in IT with the hope that that we inspire them to choose that as a career. Okay.
0: Well, that sounds great. And um, so what, um, I guess, what got you inspired, because you say your financial services is your background, so what got you inspired with, you know, IT and how to connect with the BDPA?
1: Sure. Uh, Monique Barry and I are friends. We both work together at the Vanguard Group, and she recruited me in 2006 to sit on her board as Vice President of Strategy and Planning. She knew of my work at Vanguard, but she also knew what I was doing personally, and I was working at Vanguard full-time. I was getting my MBA full-time. I was working part-time, and I was studying for the LSAT. So she figured anybody with that much energy would be perfect for her her organization. So, you know, I met Curtis Jenkins, who is now the national vice president of membership, and he interviewed me, and he told me the story, and I've had um, the opportunity to meet with, you know, the founder, Earl Pace and Wayne Hicks. And, you know, I, I get it, and it makes sense that there is a digital divide. There is a challenge where forty percent of Philadelphians don't have access to the internet. And with that, how can they compete? So our goal and our hope and my passion is to ensure that I educate our young people and I educate professionals on how they can compete in this complicated um global marketplace. So it's just following, you know, other passionate people and learning from them um to continue the tradition in Philadelphia. We are the first chapter and so it's just very exciting to do and we get a lot a lot of support um from, you know, you and the city of Philadelphia and the school district of Philadelphia, you know, to, to continue that mission. So it's it's awesome. It's an it's an awesome opportunity. Okay.
2: Well let me give you the chance, Elaine, to uh uh explain exactly because uh Jackie's always asking me about the high school computer competition that V D P A sponsors across the nation. And could you explain it to her? I've, you know, I know what they're doing here in LA. Uh, John, with the LA chapter, has been doing fantastic things. But tell me what the East Coast uh, students because who was it? They won at the uh, last year's competition. I think it was uh, Washington, wasn't it?
1: Atlanta won Washington. last year. Atlanta had oh. unseated four time to- I'm sorry, five-time national champion, in Southern Minnesota. So, you know, the goal the goal in Philadelphia is to inspire, as I said, to inspire and educate our students about the opportunities in STEM. And we focus mainly on technology. Philadelphia, we have an excellent relationship with Deborah University. They are a technology center. And because of that opportunity, we are one of the chapters that start first. So our program starts in October. We meet every Saturday through October through August, till the competition. And what we teach is programming. The language that we've chosen this year is PHP. Last year we chose Java. We teach communication skills. We teach HTML5. We teach MySQL and Database. But we also teach leadership. And as I said, our hope is that, you know, this is a college prep course, And so our hope is that they choose computer science, that they choose MIS when they go to college. And what we've done this year, I have met more with the seniors and talked to them about the universities they want to attend. I have met more with the universities about my students, you know, with the hope that if there's a challenge, um, we can mitigate those challenges and have them prepared. So for us, it's an all-encompassing program. And then, what we hope is that after they finish our 44-week program, they're able to compete nationally for scholarships. And uh, so, you know, Johnson & Johnson HP are very, very super supportive of the BDPA high school computer competition.
2: That's fantastic. Now, I know you have some uh, champions, even though Philadelphia didn't win. I've been hearing a lot about uh, about Philly and I've been hearing a lot about, uh, I guess, where I got Washington, D.C. from was the robotics competition that they held down there. I know the BEPA nationally, each chapter focuses in on their own uh, uh, area of of interest in terms of the training for the high school computer competition. But someone that's more actively involved in the the day-by-day, maybe you can explain some of the highlights that uh, other chapters are doing with, with the kids as well.
1: Well, like you said, each chapter is, is different as to what they highlight. We are given criteria by the national organization because, again, you know, the best way for them to showcase their talent, the best way for us, the chapter leaders, to know that these students are performing well is for them to compete. So, as I said, there is a criteria and a, a list of what we can study and what we can teach. Uh, some, some chapters are doing mobile uh so that's always exciting oh uh, philadelphia we are hopeful that that will be something that we can incorporate next year uh that just really depends on how well the students adapt to java because you know, in Philadelphia, they'll tell you I'm very, very competitive and very serious about the program. I want them to understand Java enough to program from scratch, not that cut-and-paste kind of mobile technology that people are teaching their kids. And that's good, but it's not the level of where I want Philadelphia. So, again, it's like you said, each chapter is different. We do have some minimal requirements, and that is the programming language we can choose either ASP dot ASP.NET we can choose Java, we can choose PHP, but the overall goal is that come the competition in August, that they can build a website from scratch, attach it to a database, and have it perform a financial transaction and then be able to speak to the judges on what they've done. And so um, that's the overall goal of of every chapter.
2: And that's why I support the uh, BDPA, and I'm so thankful that uh, Wayne and Monique have chosen to support uh, the Urban Tech Fair in terms of what we're trying to bring to the community. I know that Jackie has been working tirelessly in terms of Gerard Ad- Avenue setting it up as the main thoroughfare for our free Wi Fi community network. You spoke in the beginning of the uh, interview about access and the lack of access, I should say, of residents there in Philadelphia. Uh, how do you think having free community Wi-Fi is going to affect uh, uh, your your neighborhood?
1: I have mixed feelings about it because we've been talking about it, uh, you know, as President I get to sit at the table more often, so then I do hear the conversations. My challenge is how do we get the parents involved? Because we can give these kids Wi-Fi, right? But if they're still only accessing the Internet to play Angry Birds, or games, then we're not solving the problem. We want them to use the Internet to learn about scholarships, to take all these free courses, to improve their position. And so that's where my challenge is. I I, I think first, yes, we have to solve the problem. We have to make sure there's community Wi-Fi. In the city, with its um, sponsors are working on that, we have something called Key Spot. But, again, if we can't get our parents and our students to use those tools to improve their financial position, I'm not sure, you know, if the BDPA mission is, because our mission is advancing from the classroom to the boardroom. So that's always my focus. How can I get kids first access to the Internet and then have them use it so that they can improve their financial position?
2: Well, we've been speaking um, about uh, the youth programs that the BDPA is involved in, but as a, a member-focused uh, organization, I know that the BDPA has a lot of different programs for adults, as you say, in terms of helping them improve their uh, skills and uh, positioning in terms of the uh, job market and the uh, client being able to network and find mentors in the uh, uh, corporate uh, arena. I know you've been speaking a lot about finance because that's your background but tell us about some of the other member services programs that the PDEP provides for adults and professionals.
0: Um, Excuse me, just before we move on to that, Jim, I just wanted to address what Eileen was saying um, regarding, you know, the use of the Internet and um, the parents being involved as well as the youth. What we wanted to do with the Urban Tech Fair, with the structure of the Urban Tech Fair, and this is what we'll be discussing further with BDPA. Um, as our sponsor, on Saturdays, there will be a seven-day on-the-ground fair in each city, and that Saturday will be Family Day, which is STEM. We're looking at STEM because, as you said, and a lot of parents and a lot of youth workers are having the same issue. Because of the lack of knowledge of the parent They're not supporting youth in the way that they need to either get into programs or supporting them and being successful once they are in programs. So we're making STEM the family day. Um, And there we're having all kinds of exhibits, and we want BDPA to lead that with the competition. But it's not just for the youth to come. The entire family has to come out. So from Wi-Fi, you know, um, not Wi-Fi, we stations where they can show we can show how they can use it physically. But everything will be live, interactive demonstrations of uses of technology outside of gaming. You know, ways that um, that people can use it, and they actually get to use it, and it's for the entire family. So you know, the parents will understand. And we're going to be asking museums and different things to give away family passes, so that um, that is just one. That is our goal. So not just right now. I'm working on national, but as soon as I finish tightening up the national, we'll get back to our meetings in Philly. But um, that's one way we're looking to help. And then we're hoping that you know maybe you know everyone can take that model instead of looking at it just for the youth. Make stem a family affair
1: and and it has to be I mean, I know you want to go to a different subject, but it has to be because when we talk about unemployment and we talk about where there are employment opportunities, they are in stem so when I talk about finance, I'm not talking about finance and them understanding you know interest rates and those kind of things. I'm talking mm-hmm. about them having economic viability, and if they don't understand how technology solves business problems. They won't be able to compete in this global marketplace for the opportunities that pay significant incomes, and so that is, you know, my concern is that parents understand that when children are choosing college majors, that they need to look toward the future and where those opportunities are, because there'll always be jobs in service, but the mm-hmm. the challenge is those those jobs will pay ten twelve dollars an hour, and. Therefore, you're always in a situation where you're struggling financially. And we want to we wanna change that. We want to make sure our students understand that science, technology, engineering, and math is where the growth opportunities are. Yeah. Well, that's
0: definite So, well, we will, um, we're asking BDPA to, like, take the lead because we know you guys had the computer competition and then um, – we're going to, you know, have different interactive I say stations, and some of our sponsors, potential sponsors that we're speaking with, will be doing live demonstrations. And so we do want a hands-on and interactive, but um, I just feel this day and age, you can't just teach one. You have to teach, if you have youth, you have to teach the adults as well because they leave school and come home and they need support at home. So if, if the adults don't understand it, they can't support it.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: So um, and then Jim moved on to he wanted to know about um, opportunities for adult professionals.
1: Absolutely. In Philadelphia, we offer monthly program meetings. Our sponsor and host for that is Cigna, so the third Wednesday of every month. We do a topic in technology. Uh, We've been very blessed to have Microsoft come in and talk. We've had Apple talk about their products and business solutions. We've had people come in and talk about information security, you know, EHR. So we stay on the cutting edge of what's important uh, so that our members know how to prepare or if they want to participate. What we also do is we do try to have some fun. So, the first Friday of every month, we have social networking meetings. Uh, we invite people, whether they're BDPA or not, to come out and mingle and talk to, you know, immediate past President Hayward West, who's at Deloitte, to meet with Curtis. Um, you know, Madam President Monique Berry, when she's in town, she's able to participate. Uh, The CIO, former CIO of Philadelphia, has stopped by. So there you have more of a comfortable opportunity to talk to the most influential people at IT about what they're doing and what you want to do. We also offer, on a national level, there are security classes that you can take place part of. There are um, membership discounts. So what we try to do at BDPA is respond to what our members' needs are and what they tell us you know, they need to to be successful. Uh, So there's a lot of um, things that happen really relatively quickly based on what people have asked us. Philadelphia is in the process of finalizing a deal with peers to offer classes there. So those classes will be, you know, from resume building to job search, but also, as I said, back to security classes where people can get certifications and those kind of things, so, like I said, in Philadelphia, we get a lot of support from a lot of places to provide um you know growth opportunities for our members.
2: Well, you spoke on the resume resume building classes, I know that I see a lot of different posts coming around from uh job opportunities in i t based on the strategic partnerships that the BDPA has with uh, employment uh, portals such as uh, Monster. Can you talk about how people can uh, post up or review some of the resumes of uh, BDPA members through Monster?
1: Absolutely. And I'm going to apologize because I don't think we're using Monster as much anymore. But if they go to BDPA.org, the national site, uh, there is a – and I'm trying to get there while I talk. That's why you're hearing me stalling. Uh, <laughs> it's called IT, BDPA IT Diversity. And, yes, so if you post your resume there, uh, what I like about our system, I think it's different from other systems, is it's, it's a push strategy. So when your resume is added, it gets pushed to our corporate sponsors. So it's not necessarily somebody waiting to pull it off of something. It's, it's real-time delivery to our corporate sponsors. Uh, so, I mean, you can check local websites. You can use the national website. I mean, BDPA Philadelphia, we post job opportunities our Facebook page, to our LinkedIn page. We tweet them. Uh, there's a BDPA Jobs Yahoo group that has, you know, hundreds of jobs that, that get pushed out monthly. So... Like I said, there are many, many ways to for BDPA the the way we try to communicate with our members and our stakeholders about the career opportunities. They just kind of have to meet us halfway, um, and and I think if they meet us halfway, they'll find success. Or call me. I you know I give out my cell number. I won't do it on radio, but. <laughs> um, but president at bdpaphilly.org, if you reach out to me, if you send me your resume, we are very lucky to have on our staff Sally McNamara, who is an IT recruiter by trade. She has always been kind to look at resumes, to give suggestions, to point people with whom they should talk to in Philadelphia about their opportunities. and And we do all that, you know, free – you know, there is no charge for that. So, again – People just need to meet us halfway and let us know what they need. And then, you know, the BDPA Philadelphia family is very, very helpful. I've never had anyone tell me no to a request to help a student, to help a member, to help a professional advance their career.
2: And that's one of the uh, wonderful things about the BDPA, even though it's a a member-focused organization that has a – an annual uh membership fee, I believe it's what ninety five dollars now it's a hundred
1: it's a hundred for a professional membership it's twenty five dollars for a student, whether they're college or high school, and a lifetime member is uh a a thousand dollars
2: well, I know that your programs your classes uh, your networking opportunities are open to both non members as well as members uh uh as well. you do a lot of outreach. In the community, beyond just uh, your membership focus, am I correct?
1: Absolutely. Um, again, our 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 goal is to advance careers, and we know once you participate with BDPA that you see the value that you'll invest in the membership. And again, those those funds are for operations and for scholarships. So, you know, no no one is getting paid a salary. So. That membership fee goes back into building more programs and services for our members. All right. Now,
0: Eileen, I have to say, I've known about BDPA for years now, but um, it's since your presidency, you have really, at um, it, it one time, was real popular, it didn't seem like kind of quiet down, but since your presidency, you are putting Philly on the map. Thank
1: you. Um, <laughs> You know, they they keep me because, and, and Jackie, you know, because you're up, you're up with me at 4 a.m. when I'm posting and sending out information. Again, I believe in what Mr. Pace has decided to do. I believe, you know, I was blessed. I'm a first-generation college graduate. I had a lot of people, my mother, my grandmother, my aunt. No one told me I couldn't you know get my degree or get my masters so i want to make sure that i save a kid and the only way i know how to do that is to promote promote and promote the good things that we do again it's a volunteer organization all our members have jobs and spouses or whatever and they commit you know extreme amount of time to help you know students and professionals be successful so it's an it's an easy conversation for me because I believe in it and I've just gotten you know so much help. Uh like I said the city of Philadelphia has been awesome to me in helping me brand and promote BDPA Philadelphia the school district. We just made a great connection and they help send students to us. So, you know, they they vet, you know, they look at the high schools and they look at students with an acumen for IT and they send them to us and that's been helpful. And, again, you know, I, and I only have two years to make a difference, so, you know, that timeline, <laughs> that that kind of pushes me, too.
2: Well, we know that the uh, BDPA stands for Black Data Process Association, but Monique was on the show, and through my relationship with uh, Wayne Hicks, I see that you guys have been developing a lot of strategic partnerships with other cultures and ethnicities that BDPA is not just a quote-unquote black organization, that it's a community industry organization.
1: Yeah, you know, and I always find that funny that um, people focus on the word black. I really think they should be more offended by the fact that we call ourselves data processors. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We are a minority organization, but with that said, our board is diverse. Our membership is diverse. We are not. Um, we're very inclusive. Um, I, I, you know, we are technically our name now is BDPA and not Black Data Processors because we wanted people to understand that we are diverse and that this organization is open to anyone who is interested in IT, who's interested in STEM, and even if you have a marketing or you know arts. Background, but you still understand the importance of technology. We want to talk to you and help you succeed and help you marry those skill sets. So yes, I mean we are a very inclusive organization, despite um, what the name it was we were founded on. I mean, I we joke and say you know just like KFC, you know it's just not chicken. I mean. (laughs) You know, we're open to everyone, and anyone who wants to participate, We, I especially I, am open to have a conversation on how we can use the power of the BDPA brand to strengthen anyone else's relationship. I mean, we have a strong relationship with NSBE. We have a strong relationship with United Way. We have a strong relationship with, um, you know, the National Black MBAs. Any organization – the, the National um, Women's Computer Technology, any organization that wants to part with us and we can find a win-win, we are definitely interested in that. I mean, we just developed a – I mean, we're with Temple University, Pierce, Devry, St. Joe's. I mean, those are not historically black universities. So, again, you know, we are just open to anyone who who has a passion or who wants to learn more about IT. And I think I think we show that in everything that we do.
2: I, I would agree on that. I, I commend you, as I said in the beginning of this uh, interview, that, you know, we are the ones that are honored to be a part of the whole BDPA movement. The Urban Tech Fair is simply a showcase of organizations and nonprofits that are working right now in the trenches doing good in our community that are doing fantastic things with little or no resources So you are truly the the heroes in in our minds, and we exist to showcase and lift and support you.
1: Well, we hope to see you soon. Philly is looking to do a hackathon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would like to do
1: a hackathon before my presidency is over, so maybe we can incorporate that with the Urban Tech Fair or you guys can help us out. But it's definitely – hackathons are very popular right now in Philadelphia. It's definitely how – Um, It gives our students and adults an opportunity to um, show how technology and business and people with different backgrounds work together to solve problems. And so, uh, you know, we appreciate uh, you guys. And anything that we can do to further your mission, please, you know, don't hesitate to ask us. Well, Well, it's about creating um, jobs and uh, opportunities
2: in our own communities, but do for self-attitude. We believe that everything that you need to succeed in a dot-com world is within 50 miles of you. We all live in these little silos. Uh, We all live in our own little world. But when we look around, there are some fantastic people that are just a couple of blocks away. There are some great organizations that are just around the corner, and organizations such as the BDPA that can help mentor and support not only our children, but our adults that are out there struggling, trying to find Uh, new skills and and new trades in this changing world that we live in. So, you know, it's it's all about us coming together as one community to do for self because we have the power, we have the resources, we have the talent. As our motto says, discover Silicon Valley in your own backyard, and Silicon Valley exists in South Philly.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and, and 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 Philadelphia is changing its brand. I mean, they, the Philadelphia mission right now is to become the IT entrepreneur hub, and mm. that's awesome for Philadelphians because you what's know. great about technology is you can appear as a company to be bigger than you are. You can avoid some of those. Dim- Discrimination acts because you can meet with people without physically having to meet with people. You can show them what you have before they make a judgment based on race, color, creed, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But Philadelphia is—we have a lot of VCs. There's a lot of startups. Um, there's a lot of opportunity to rent retail space in the city uh, at low cost, no leases. I mean, if you're an IT professional and you are not, and you're in Philadelphia and you are not. Um, in this new renaissance, you know, you're leaving money on the table.
0: Wow. Well, Eileen, you know, I will be in touch with you soon <laughs> regarding the Philly. <laughs> but I probably will, I'm going to send you the same data we send the, the city leaders so that you understand the whole outline and format. Because part of, again, that seven day ground fair. Three days of it is a tech challenge, and it it will either take the form of an app or a game, and it has to address an issue within that community. So as a Philadelphia, you know, um, team, we would decide, you know, what issue we want our tech challenge to address.
1: Absolutely. So
0: each community, you know, um, will decide that. I'm working with State Rep. Curtis Thomas. So, and he's he's has the digital, he started the digital committee in Harrisburg. You know, he's just totally techie, he's responsible for a lot of things happening in Philadelphia as well. And so, we're going to look at our main hub being the east side of Gerard Avenue, but, you know, we can take Gerard Avenue, of course, all the way up, and I feel the whole city will get involved. But that's at least a central place to start, and already have stakeholders and everything there, you know, willing to support. But um, I think there are a lot of things that, with the structure, can just plug into, and and the main purpose of the urban tech fair is to showcase what's already there. So I just think um, when you see it you can like like oh wow we have this, this and that. So we're doing a three day virtual expo, a seven day ground fair. Um and then we're the purpose of the commercial corridor because our three legs are access, education and commerce. So we actually wanna go in the neighborhood in a commercial corridor and help drive traffic. So the Wi-Fi cloud that we set up for 30 days will be in that corridor. Awesome. And that's so, you know, that's automatically going to just draw foot traffic. So that, you know, those are our pillars. And, again, it gets we try to get everybody out of their tent corners, you know. <laughs> we get so isolated to see, you know, not just know that we can do these things and we all Facebooking and all, but we want to see, like, Oh, so so! Wow, I didn't know this nice story. I didn't know when we get out actually interacting. They're going to reach out to the libraries, the community centers, and the internet cafes to be the central points for the virtual expo. So, not that we just have to, we don't just have to do it in a tent corner, but kind of make it a little social, come out in groups, you know, learn and discuss in groups and different things. You know, and um, attend classes and groups and, you know, sessions. So that's where, um, you know, we're working with Urban Tech.
2: As you're well aware, uh, Eileen, there are so many things happening in Philadelphia right now that 30 days is not enough time to highlight all the different programs that the Boys and Girls Clubs are doing, that NASB is doing, that uh, Temple State is doing of Philadelphia is doing there's just so many things bubbling not only in Philadelphia but all around the country as we go and I like the word that you use the renaissance, this, this app renaissance is taking place I did a post the other day about how uh, uh, the iPhone alone has created over a half a million new jobs in this country and not that doesn't even take into account the people that have side businesses off of mobile apps, such as being able to pick up people on their, their iPads, being able to work on Foursquare, uh, being able to provide auxiliary secondary services through the app market. And we're hoping that by highlighting and showcasing people such as yourself and organizations such as the BDPA, that we can inspire and motivate not only the youth, but as you spoke of, the adults, to see the opportunities to change uh, their community and to uplift our nation as a whole. You have to forgive me, I get excited sometimes.
0: Jackie, (laughs) do we have any callers on the line? Um, No, we don't have any callers at this time, no additional callers. (laughs) But if anyone does want to come in, call in, the call in number is 646 716 7994. Again, that call in number is 646 716 7994 if you do want to call in. But we wind up having a large listenership. <laughs> At the IT shows, you will find out when we get the stats that about 30, 40, 50 people were listening in. <laughs> Um, it is really exciting, though. You're exciting people all across the the country. The BDPA, really.
1: Yeah, I mean we're growing. I don't know if you saw. We just uh, started a chapter in Huntsville, Alabama. So okay, it, it's you know the family is growing, and I know we're about to go out to Pittsburgh and reignite that chapter. So, you know, people are paying attention. People do understand the importance of IT. And you know, one thing I like about BDPA is it's it's a friendly environment. I mean, we're all passionate about IT but we're very welcoming and so you know, if you're shy, a lot of our students tell me, Eileen, I don't know how to network, you know, I'm afraid to talk. You know, just come on in. Believe me, someone will embrace you and 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 help you. And you know, a lot of our students start out really quiet and by the time they leave they Talk as much as I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh,
2: just for your information, I mean, this uh, show is archived on iTunes and as well as on our website, uh, urbantechfair.org. So if you want to repeat some of the social networking sites and official uh, a website to the BDPA just for prosperity, prosperity's sake. Uh, go ahead and let people know how they can reach you and your organization and support what you're trying to do in the Philadelphia area.
1: Sure, you can reach BDPA Philly. Um, we have our website is www.bdpaphilly.org. We are also on Twitter at BDPA Philly. We are on Facebook. It is a group um, at BDPA Philadelphia. We are on LinkedIn as BDPA Philadelphia. If you want to reach the national organization, they are at www.bdpa.org. And their Twitter is the same, bdpa.org. And they have a Facebook group, bdpa.org, and a LinkedIn group as well. Um, If you visit BDPA Philly, There are links to the national site, and if you visit the national site, there are links to all 45, 46 chapters. Um, Again, if you want to reach me, president at bdpaphilly.org, and I I would be fair to say that, you know, most chapters, the president's uh, email address would be president at the name of that organization. So we're all open. We're all available. You know, don't hesitate to come to to contact us, you know, through, you know, social networks. Or, again, I invite everyone. You know, we're at Cigna every third Wednesday of the month. This month is going to be truly, truly awesome. We are having what we call a recruiter's roundtable. And what that is, we invite college students to come talk to the most influential hiring managers in the city. They get to ask real questions about how to get hired what skill sets they need, what classes should they be taking, what adjustments should they be making to their interview style, you know, all those things. And I know we have Deloitte, Comcast, SEPTA, uh, Accenture, Orchestra, we've invited Google. I mean, this is just an excellent opportunity um, for college students to come out and ask direct questions, all the questions that you wanted to ask Um about how to get a job at these these companies. It's just, you know, we do it every year. We do it twice a year. We do the college edition in May. We do the ones for the professionals in October. But we do encourage professionals to come to this one. Uh, We encourage vets to come to this um, because we do have relationships with sponsors who are always looking for vets, especially vets with security clearance. Um, This is an excellent opportunity. And, it's like I said, it's a fun way to do it because, you know, it's very comfortable. And when was
2: the date and place again?
1: It's going to be March 20th at the Cigna headquarters at 16th and Chestnut Street. So that's Liberty 2. It starts at six. It'll end at nine. It's a free event. We'll have some light refreshments. Uh, it's one of those. You know, it's our Keystone event. It's a must. It's a must attend. Uh, um, people have it's have received job offers from attending this event. It is not necessarily the gold. Uh, the goal, but um again, it's to educate our young people on what they should be doing, so that when they're ready to apply apply to these um institutions, they're viable candidates great, and we talk about all kind of stuff guys we talk about Facebook postings, we talk about i mean they've given advice, they say people actually do phone interviews laying down, and they you know they're sharing that they can tell the difference, so it's really um. Mm-hmm. Good advice on things that you probably would take for granted in your interview style that you probably don't even know that's having a negative impact on you getting that opportunity.
0: Yes, that's information that's so needed. I think sometimes we think we can hide behind technology because we can't be seen. Sometimes I think we think we can hide, but there are things that still emanate.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And, I, you know, they share stories of, of offers that have been rescinded because they checked out someone's Facebook page. I mean, all these things are really, really important because, you know, our young people are using the social network much more than you or I did, um, mm-hmm. and they don't really truly understand the impact that it can have on their careers.
2: Yes. Yeah. Now, as someone with a, a finance background, yeah. uh, are you aware of the fact that the Urban Tech Fair will be setting up a community cloud network as well? in terms of access to capital as well as access to the Internet. Uh, How do you look at some of the, from a finance perspective, how do you look at some of the new startups that are happening in our community? What do you recommend that a potential investor should look at when they're looking at a startup? I always say, why flip a house when you flip a startup? Uh, The average (laughs) investment...
1: (laughs) I mean what we're seeing is uh the ones that are happening in Philadelphia like uh companies that are doing 3D technology uh we see companies that of course are doing security the mobile space is really hot um those seem to be you know cloud where our VCs are investing. But, the, but as a business person and a marketing person, I can tell you this, there's room for those who support because as a programmer or developer, if your brand is not where it should be, you lose that VC money. So you also need to have, you know, your website correct and your business cards correct and your presentation skills need to be top-notch in order to secure – those funding. So that's why I think Philadelphia is an exciting time because whether you're a practitioner or someone that supports, there is growth opportunities in Philadelphia.
2: And I can hear your, your voice go up in octave as someone that's involved in that side of the industry and your love for the city of Philadelphia. What do you think in general uh, technology and this whole new mobile connected world Is going to bring to your city
1: Well again what we're hoping For is that It will one encourage People to stay so I mean Philadelphia is only Second to Boston in terms of the number Of universities but a lot of Our students because of what They perceive the opportunities are leave So the hope is that you know, these students that go to Penn and, and St. Joe's and Temple and Drexel will stay. And so we're creating these startups and say, look, you can either work for, you know, Comcast or Cigna or Deloitte, but if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, there's an opportunity for you as well. So the goal is for people to stay in Philadelphia and, and grow our community. So that's 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 really the goal of what the city of Philadelphia is trying to accomplish. And, again, um, because our our young people aren't necessarily choosing those opportunities, you know, the city can't grow and compete with other cities. But I I think we're off to a great start. Um, I get to attend a meeting called Open Access Philly every month, and we get to meet the new startups and the new VCs, and we get to hear about, you know, what the school district of Philadelphia is doing, what the mayor's office is doing, all the people that are playing in order to uh make this a reality that you know Philadelphia will be one of the top cities in the United States for IT and for entrepreneurism. And Jackie, one day come on with me. I you should come and talk about the Urban Tech Fair, you know, you know, when we hang up, we'll, we'll, I'll next time the the date comes up, I'll, I'll make sure you get an invitation.
0: All right. And I will forward you those documents and um I will, as I forward them to you, I'll forward them to the state rep's um, secretary so we can schedule a meeting. And It will probably take two or three weeks to get a meeting. And then we can have our next meeting because, I mean, one meeting, we'll have, we'll have everything planned out between you and him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I once mean, you that get a first plan, meeting to,
0: gave us so much. You've got to you promote. Know.
1: I mean, the key to what I think the challenge in Philadelphia is that when I talk to – our citizens, they don't know what's going on. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, we definitely have a promotion. Um, it's, and I've just been so active nationally because I'm putting the structure and everything together on the on a global level because now they want Senegal, we're doing Bermuda. So I'm putting everything in place there. I haven't been able to give as much attention um, to Philadelphia, but we do have a strategy. You know, by going in local, and like I said, in Philadelphia, um, there's a bank. There are a couple of stakeholders right there on Gerard Avenue. I already have a relationship with the Sheltenham Mall, so a lot of us have relationships. So once we define what we're going to do, we can reach out. And, it and, you know, it's the standard way, not just social media, but get 5,000 postcards, Put them in those. We're partnering with the, you know, commercial carters. So, you know, by doing that, they should be willing to, you know, put posters or postcards in their stores. And it actually is set up as a 30-day event, but the first two weeks are purposely to help drive traffic to the virtual and ground expo. So it is um, structured in that manner.
1: Absolutely. Well, don't hesitate. Whatever you need, uh, you know, BDPA is is there to help. Definitely. Well,
2: like, like, Jackie, like Jackie said earlier, our three tenants are access, education, and commerce. And in terms of having a strong and vibrant community, we've got to support the mom and pop store that's on the corner as well as uh, the educational institutions so that we can begin to trade and prosper and create new jobs and opportunities in our own neighborhoods. And I know the BDPA has been active. Uh, not only from the tech side, but from the business and the commerce side, as well, you've mentioned a number of times in this interview uh Comcast, and I know Comcast has a program out now to support and provide access to uh the community to those that can't afford internet uh, I believe i can't think of the name of the actual program right now, but I know Comcast offers uh Uh, Internet at a minimal cost of $10 plus a $150 certificate on a a new computer to anyone whose child qualifies for the free lunch program. And that was started by Comcast out of Philadelphia. So I know that you guys are innovating on a number of uh, different levels. And the reason that we focus on local versus trying to come in with a cookie-cutter solution is because, as you said in this interview alone, that there are just so many programs and opportunities that are coming to light and it's about creating awareness of what's available, the resources, the contacts of people in your own backyard.
1: Yeah, and definitely if people want to um, visit Keyspot, it's www.phillykeyspot.org. They are an organization that provides um, free Internet uh, throughout you know, locations throughout the city. All right. So, like I said, there's a, there's a lot going on there, are a lot of people um, who understand the digital divide and, and are interested in solving the problem. So, I mean, mm-hmm. as I said, people can always reach out to me um, about a challenge that they have, and BDPA, through our network, you know, will definitely do our best to, to solve whatever challenge they have. But definitely have them try, check out KeySpot. It's, it's an awesome... And it's free Internet. Great.
0: Well, this has been an excellent interview, and I'm so glad. I was like, I need a woman. I need a woman in tech. And, you know, uh, it's been a hectic, like, month for me. My mom had been in the hospital for three weeks, and I'm adjusting to this new schedule with her. And I'm like, why can't I think of women in tech? Like, wait a minute. I mean, what am I talking about? (laughs) Why am
1: I hurting my head? (laughs) You know, Philadelphia has been very lucky the last couple of weeks. I know we only have a few minutes left. So if you hadn't had the opportunity, we were on CBS Philly. Uh, They talked about our youth technology program. And so if people want to go out and see that and reach out to us, you know, for next year, we'll definitely have space for new students. You know, this – I just been awarded one of the most influential women in the city of Philadelphia by the NAACP, wow. and then you guys called me, and I'm just like, "Wow, I'm on my media tour, so I'm going to make <laughs> sure I get everything in before my 15 minutes is over." <laughs> <laughs> so there's just a lot of great things happening. Absolutely, I've 15 minutes. a lot of good
2: good words about you, and I'm I'm looking forward to one day hearing about you being the national president mm-hmm. of the BBPA.
1: You know, I'm not sure about that. Uh, I, I am, you know, it's, we are looking for the next president of Philadelphia chapter. So if anyone's interested, they have an acumen for IT. They have a passion for students. They have, you know, would like to see if, if what they can do. What I like about BDPA is it's an opportunity because um, it's a very supportive environment that if you have an idea, we're a good place to to, to test that. So, If you ever wanted to run your own company, you know, president of BDPA, Philly is an excellent opportunity to do that. So I am looking for the next, we are looking for the next president. I am looking at maybe, you know, regional vice president, national. You know, I haven't decided about um, the presidency. I I would like to, you you, you said, um, Jim, how excited I got about what's going on in Philly, and I would like to play, so. (laughs) <laughs> I would, it, it makes it really difficult for me to run my own venture when I'm running BDPA. So yes. I, I would like what, I would like what, to participate in what's going on with this new entrepreneurial thing. IT. I see. I'd like to play, actually. Yeah, <laughs> we,
2: we, we appreciate the uh, the hard work and the energy. We, we appreciate the passion that you have. And that's what the Urban Tech Free is all about, is showcasing people such as yourself people that are working in communities all across the country. And what you said about the BDPA is so true. I went to Wayne Hicks when I first came up with the idea, Mm -hmm. and Wayne was just so supportive in terms of trying something new and expanding uh, the the reach of of what we're trying to do in terms of making awareness and, and motivating more people to get involved in our own community in technology, and I was at the uh, uh, BDPA convention in Philly, I think it was five, five years ago, six years ago, mm-hmm. and it's such a family atmosphere, and the contacts and relationships that I've made through the BDPA have lasted, and they're truly uh, good-hearted uh, people of goodwill that are trying to make a difference in our community, and you know, we, we so much appreciate you, and that's why I, we're constantly putting uh, BDP chapter presidents and and national members and so forth on the show to make people aware of you know the good work that's being done every day in our neighborhoods by our organization.
1: I'm glad you mentioned the national the national conference because right now here, Curtis and she forgot to mention it. <laughs> We are in Washington, D.C. this year, uh, August 14th through the 17th at Washington Hilton. Uh, you can register at bdpa.org. We are, I know that Roland Martin is going to be a keynote speaker, so that's very exciting. Um, so, yeah, definitely come to the conference. It's going to be awesome. My first conference was in D.C. I had the best time. So, um, you know the most and they also have poetry going to be there,
0: there too. This is that we're working on poetry me and monique I'm working to get somebody book for her, so they're gonna have entertainment i t but if if you have not attended, just to let people know, even though I haven't been to this specific conference, but industry conferences are the best, the national because. They get all the major players out, and you get an opportunity to speak with people you may have never, ever gotten the opportunity who will tell you straightforward how to do business. And it's, it's just a jewel, and we're definitely going to – we're going to definitely do our best to be there this year and make sure we, um, you know, one of the goals with the Urban Tech Fair, again, to uh, support BDPA as a partner, is to help increase membership and get people out to the convention. And I know you guys are doing that right now. I just wanted to
2: reiterate that the, um, the BDPA convention is open to uh, non-members, There is a registration fee, but there's so many activities going on during the convention. They have a job fair. They have workshops where you can get certifications. They have, as uh, Arlene just spoke of, national speakers, uh, awards, dinners. It's just a fun-filled, information-packed
1: event. So right, and we'll have the career fair member, as well. Don't. The career fair, unlike most um, national organizations, our career fair is free. So we have the same recruiters that you'll see at the National Black NBA Conference will be at ours. So if you're looking for a job, um, this is the conference to come to. Mm, definitely. Well, um,
0: so this is this is how we close out, Eileen. Okay. <laughs> and you have 30 seconds, and the whole world listening. What wisdom do you want to impart?
1: I'm looking for, I mean, first and foremost, I'm thankful for the opportunity to serve. Um, It's been a phenomenal presidency for me. And, again, you know, to organizations like Urban Tech Fair, Digital Drummer, and, you know, the national organization. Everybody's been really supportive. So any success that Philadelphia has, it's been a team effort. And I'm just really thankful. So I hope that you guys come visit us at Cigna and definitely come visit us at the national conference. And, again, if you need any help with IT or STEM scholarships, jobs, please don't hesitate to send me an email at president at bdpaphilly.org. All right. Right, Jim?
2: Uh, I just want to thank uh, Eileen again. She's imparted so much information, and I want to reiterate to our listeners because uh, a lot of our listeners are from other countries and cultures and communities that they can reach out to uh, Eileen at uh, uh, president at Philly dot org, and she will refer them or assist in getting them. The assistance that they need, as you can tell by her passion on this show, it goes beyond just talk, but she walks that walk as well. so thank you, Eileen.
1: Thank you guys. All
0: righty. Have a great week. We'll be back in two weeks, and thank you again, Eileen. Oh,
1: well, and thank here's you. to
0: women in tech. <laughs> <laughs>